without your goodness I would be desperate without your love slave to the darkness if it wasn't for the cross you have won me with your kindness chase me to heal our sick. He wants to raise up 
those people that have somehow gotten calloused and this insensitive. I feel the presence of angels in this building. Could we just praise him again right now for the glory? Father, I thank you right now for the option to serve you or to serve flesh. And I sense your angels in this house that are healing angels, delivering angels. And we're about to pray for people. So tonight we're going to pray for Annalisa Smith, nine-month-old, very sick, high fever, Rodney Sneed with a heart attack and stents, Edna Hale needs a special uh, healing and a need. Alex Stevens, a six-year-old little boy with cancer, was sent home on hospital as a covenant with your people. And I am praying a prayer of faith over every mother, every father, every child. I'm praying a victory spirit across this city in the name of Jesus. Let's just praise him as we sing. It's where I abide. Over more I long to be by your side. It's where I hide. We will be bringing some uh, special thoughts to the general body of the church to vote on the monies and forward progress that is being made and uh, so we'll be announcing a business meeting for those that are uh, included in the process of the life that the United Pentecostal Church has set forth if you are not aware of those things Please feel free. The last couple of years, because of COVID and all that's going on, we have not had that happening. And so I want you to be able to know where you fit in with voting because it is a very uh, powerful thing to vote. Anybody that's paying tithe into this church can voice things. We've tried to mention that several times over the last couple of years during all of this. So please be mindful of that and be attentive and we will be setting a time to uh, move forward with several things that the advisory board is advising us to move forward in. So God bless you tonight and uh, I'd like to remind you that the 12th is Youth Sunday, the 13th is Ladies United Fellowship, the 21st Tuesday midweek service, and the 22nd obviously no service, Thanksgiving the 23rd, and the mission pledges are due on the 26th. So please be mindful of that, and let's continue to move forward in the will of God and in the word of God. Praise God. The ushers are coming right now to receive our evening offering and we appreciate these people. When I call on your name, you answer. When I fall, you are there by my side. You deliver me.
may be seated it is no small issue to walk with the king of kings it is no small matter that we are servants of the Lord Jesus Christ it is a meaningful thing to be given the keys to the kingdom in which we have power and authority to walk in the power of of the kingdom structure and that kingdom structure is a very simple but powerful experience righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost those particulars bring us to a real obedience by faith to the Word of God and the structure of his kingdom 
tonight we want to move forward into some strong and beautiful places in his thought pattern. And so I'm going to try to have that oh it's what oh <laughs> well I'm not sure she can get that off of there uh, and and it's not essential that we have it uh, just be nice so if she can get it you can just bring it up at that certain time so let's, let's realize without a question, there is no God like our God. There is no question about his observation that is absolutely, we, uh, it's, it's phenomenal how many eyes are watching you in this generation. You are being detailed as your Facebook and as your other computer life is, and the world is very aware of what your desires and your pleasures and where you shop. How many times do you get little handouts from your Internet about, your last shopping experience at TJ Maxx and they would really like to give you another big sale. And then also all the other places that distribute kind, gentle invitations. We've got a special for you. And so the intrigue is constantly there. And the need, the feeling need for new clothes and new cars and new tools and new everything. But the church as a general people across America is waning in their hunger and their appetite to be at the house of God, to hear ministry that might would give them new ways, new days, and new thoughts. So we are in that day in which the Bible said there will be a time that at ease in Zion. When is the last time that you poured out tears over your city? I'm not asking you to do that right now, but I'm just asking you, how hungry are you? to come up with new means in which you can create intrigue for the kingdom of God. I have watched many people try with the old Model T and the old Model A effort to try to get people to go to kingdom renewal. It's not very easy now to gather a crowd to just pray. It used to be that it was a regular routine. But, of course, we got so many luxuries at home we got to attend to and got so many luxuries calling us to other needs and 
And so what we do is we just try to hang on until. But my hunger and my appetite won't let me do that. There is something inside of me that is calling for God to revive his work in the midst of the years. In wrath, make known mercy, he said. He said, if you will call on me in the day of trouble, I will hear you. But don't come to me with just effortless, wearisome words. Come to me with passion, and I will notice the passion of your spirit. I will notice the true appetite of the bread that you want to eat that will invigorate the mind, the hands, and the feet. The what you think, the what you do, and the where you go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to do something about hell taking over our kids. I think we ought to stand up right now and travail for about two minutes. God, we're not giving in. We're not giving up. We're not letting the enemy take over our grandchildren, our children. We're going to show them the sacrifices that produced our world. I cry out to you as a pastor. I cry out to you as a needy man. I cry out to you as a husband. I cry out to you as a friend. I'm not just a preacher. I do that because of the passion. I am here tonight to raise up a standard against hell. I am here to raise up barriers against the presence of enemy territory. Being, oh God, a passion with me. I am crying out to you. I am crying out to you. Don't let us go through half-hearted church services. Don't let us go through half-hearted prayer meetings. I pray that somewhere in the entirety of our passion that we rise up in the name of the Lord, in the power of the Holy Ghost, and in the glory of the redemption. Hallelujah. Why don't we just spend about 30 seconds just praising him. The Bible said praise him with a loud voice. Praise him with the clapping of the hands. Shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And God bless you and thank you so much for stirring up the gift. And uh, so there is no God like our God. What would you say is the real difference between your God and the gods of this world? A lot of people are being blessed financially. A lot of people are being blessed with homes. A lot of people are being blessed with cars. A lot of people are being blessed with a lot of cool things going on. Their, their uh, homes are filled with new things all over their home, couches, chairs. They are eating in plenty. Their refrigerators are full. Their pantries are full. They have need of nothing. So what would you say is the answer to stir up those people? 
Is there a chance that the light of the world's excitement and the light of the church have leveled off? You know, it's amazing how different life is when Jesus walked into places. And so then his later statement was, Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's not about, a, and I, I say it reverently as I can, it's not about just getting born. A lot of people have been born turn out to be perverts. A lot of people have been born in all kind of settings that are nice and wonderful and they turn out to be liars and cheaters and whoremongers and adulterers and fornicators. Your book's full of it. What are we going to do about that? I'm not willing just to sit over here on the side of the loop and be glad we got it and we're not worried about the rest of them. The rest of them, Jesus came all the way from heaven to get us. Jesus walked through the streets of the world. Paul kept on fighting the good fight of faith. He walked through all kind of tormenting, horrifying, hellish experiences to preach to us all of these things that we are thankful for. Am I on the wrong side of the track? It's a good time to say it because I'm willing to make whatever change we think we got to make. Am I, am I walking down a road where the Lord could bless us with every strong thing? There was a reason we didn't watch TV years ago. There was a reason we didn't get caught up in all that stuff. I can remember, some of y'all probably may even remember, we didn't even go fishing on Sunday. That's how calibrated we were to the sensitivity of if your hand offends you, cut it off. If your eye offends you, pluck it out. If your foot offends you, cut it off. I'd say that's pretty rigid thinking. He said, crucify the flesh and the lust thereof. Are we going to go out of our church services with bread that invigorates the mind with Christendom and not just pacifies the carnal side? With Well, I went to church. I didn't get a lot out of it. Nothing really happened. Uh, I'm about the same to d- tomorrow as I was yesterday because I really didn't. I didn't, I tell you the truth, I didn't even expect it. I just, I've gotten so where that changing is not just a practice anymore. I mean, new clothes, new cars, new, new gadgets, new phones, new cell phones. That, uh, the old ones used to work pretty good. You say, Pastor, you are out on the line. Let me tell you something, this is forever. I've got to stand before the judge for every tithe dollar that comes into this church. I've got to. And I'm not willing to just go through some little routine. I can be fired, and I'm fired up right now, as you might know. But I can be removed. But I'm telling you, as long as I preach him, I'm going to preach him. 
I'm not going to play games with him. He is the life giver. He owns heaven. He owns my future. He owns everything. And I'm not willing to give in and give up because a lot of people are going astray. That's their business. But it's my business to preach Jesus and preach the word in season, out of season, when men do like it, when men don't like it. It is the accomplishment of the Christ Jesus that there be ministries in every community. So, is there a God that we answer to every day in, in every way. This is man's picture. That wasn't a UPC apostolic preacher that came up with this picture of the king of kings and the people that came right under him through the Old Testament, through the kings and through the prophets and all of that, and then now down to where we are in this world. When I found that, I thought to myself, I thought, man, I, I can hardly believe that people out yonder have the picture clear. And so I brought it to us because we've got to get the clear picture. We are not there yet. We are headed to live with Jesus or miss the boat. I'm not willing for you to go through some monotonous, rigorous, religious settings and then miss the ark and the door close. Those pictures are silhouetted in my mind. I saw all of that in children's church and growing up and the door shut. And yes, they beat on it. And it is amazing how they show that in Branson, Missouri of all places. Noah's Ark and man, when the door closed and they beat on the door, let us in, it's going to happen. Well, I'm not willing for my kids to be on the outside. And so I'm not going to talk junk and ball games more than I talk Jesus and the blood and the power of the Holy Ghost and living godly. I'm not going to leave my kids vulnerable to being left when the Ark of the Covenant is going to rise up because Jesus Christ is the covenant. So who can span the width of his hands? He can stretch by his spirit and by his word all the way down from the heavens tonight and he's reaching for us. Can you sense his spirit reaching for you to have more bread? His spirit reaching for you to have more wisdom so that you can help your neighbor because loving your neighbor is not an option. If you love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you don't love your neighbor as yourself, you don't love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's as clear as it gets. It don't get any clearer. The two things upon which hang all the law and the prophets, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your 
neighbor as yourself. We ought to pray right now for our block and our area of life in this world. Could we pray for about two minutes here and plead the blood of Jesus over our ability to reach out to our neighbors and reach out with our workers and let's don't go through some Pentecostal catechism tonight. Let's raise up Wednesday night of this month and say, God, we're not going to just go through some routine. We are here to touch the hem of your garment. I want virtue flowing. I want glory and empowerment flowing. I'm not willing to have another day like I had yesterday. I want more. 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 Could we praise him until we sense a touch of God in our lives? tonight God that you raise up a passion and a power inside the United Pentecostal Church so that the Baptists feel the waves and the oceanic glories in our voice and in our testimonies and in our lifestyle we're not willing to just try to barely hang on the redeemed of the Lord What does the book say about that? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Our testimonies should be daily and regularly. Who can know Christ? I wish somebody had shouted out, I can. That's what Paul was saying when he said, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Why in the world are apostolics being so crowded in to little settings in which they say, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm hearing way too many tongue talkers and way too many holiness people say, I don't know what to do. Look up for your Redeemer is watching you. Look up, get on your knees and cry out with the sacrifice of praise. God, I am not willing to go through life and my kids be bankrupt spiritually. I am going to claw the walls and I'm going to pray the prayer of faith until my home is a place of victory, a place of strength, a place of wisdom, a place of joy, a place of righteousness a place of peace we got too much trouble in our homes cut the river and let the river go down the road open the river banks of heaven and let the joy of the Lord put a shout back in your soul hallelujah let's turn to revelations let's look at the lamb and the lion of the tribe of Judah, his prayers for you continue. Somebody say, he is an eternal God. He is from beginning to end and everything in between. There is nothing missing in his life or library. 
nothing missing. All of your needs can be acquired through fasting and prayer and worship. But when those began to die, so goes the wisdom and the strength and the understanding because understanding doesn't happen until you practice and prove the faith. There is no way where there seems to be no way. His prayers for you continue to live. What did he pray for you? What prayer did he pray for you? What prayer did that put in place at Calvary? Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. You think he was ignorant of what they were doing? He said, when you can't praise him, you crucify Christ afresh. When there is no general just joy, you have had to stymie his voice. When there is no general applause from our heart to the words of heaven and to say, thank you, God, and go through some rhetoric over food and over the car and over the house, thank you, God, for this, but God, I really, I, I really get my excitement from a lot of other joys and things. But, uh, uh, you know, God, I mean, surely you understand, God. Well, you know, I mean, we, we're sort of caught up here in a big, in a big, big world, and, then, and, we, and we look awkward if we're doing this praise thing and we're doing prayer and sacrifice and all of that stuff. God and dream. Dressing godly and righteously and all of that stuff. God, I, I mean, you've got to understand, God. What? No, he said, you've got to understand. I am the Lord. I am only one God. And I have written my mind on paper. And you don't have any excuse. Because I gave my mind on paper. Most of us couldn't last a month if we put our mind on paper. Because we go day by day. You say, Pastor, you are preaching hard. Did I tell you eternity's forever? Did I tell you I have got to have clean hands when I get to heaven or I'm going to have to go with the unredeemed? His prayers for you continue to live. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you eternal rest for your weary soul. Revelation. And I heard a great voice out of where? Behold, the tabernacle of God is where? And what? And they shall be and God shall wipe away all tears. Blessed is he, I'm going to interrupt here. Blessed is he who's not offended in me. That offense there is a critical issue. Whenever we say, God, I just can't believe you let me have to go through this. 
and we're offended that he lets trials, troubles come our way. And the football players and the baseball players, you like them because they're having to fight to win. You would not like it if they just walked out on the field, hit about 10 home runs or uh, made about six of, uh, touchdowns or, or whatever, and there was no fight. So he said, many are the afflictions of the righteous because they need to prove to themselves that they are walking with the righteousness of God and they are walking in perfect laws of liberty and they are walking in truth and walking in power of a sound mind. They understand that soundness of mind, that that is a mind that is realized without a question, in this flesh dwelleth no good thing. But if I can look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of this whole show, I can have all power in heaven and in earth, and I can overcome every odd. It may take me a week, it may take me a month, but I know in whom I have believed. I am persuaded that he is able. If he can raise up the dead Lazarus, and he can come out of a graveyard I'm going to go to sleep someday in the name of Jesus in the power of the Holy Ghost I am going to go in the word I am not going to solvent myself and and let the salve of the world try to treat my needs I'm here to tell you the glory of the resurrection is going to take care of a lot of that the glory of the Holy Ghost and fire is going to burn out all the carnality and give to us halabahanda, a witness in the street and a witness to our kids. This is not about going to a building. It's about going to a building where we humble ourselves before God and say, God, we're here. Preach to us. Let us feel the dynamics of the word. Let us feel the dynamics of the Holy Ghost and fire. Let us sense the dynamics of joining our heart with another brother, another sister. And as we shout together, the air gets clean. And aura of his spirit. Somebody read verse four to me with a good strong voice. Brother Wade, you got a pretty good strong voice. Your eyes, can, can you see that? Verse 4. Stand up and read that to us. Wait, wait, go slow on all tears. Look at your brothers and sisters. These are all your new acquaintances. Tell them all tears from California. There you go. We're not here to play games. We're hurry up and get routine through. We are here to go ahead and read it. They're what? And what's that next one? Somebody say it good and loud. I'm about to outrun this carnal stuff. That's right. I'm about to outrun it. 
The Bible said, run the race that is set before you. Run the race that is set before you. I will not lollygag around in the world's mess. I am following Jesus right through the course of life, through the course of every tormenting fire temptation. I am following the master at life. He did it in 33 and a half years, and he's given you twice that time. I wish some of you men would just stand up and shout hallelujah about four or five times. Now I want you to shout out, I'm not letting the devil have my wife and I'm not letting the devil have my kids and I'm not letting the devil have our city. Come on, let's go, folks. This is practice session. We're getting ready to come to grips with all of hell and its tormenting factors in life. Our kids are not going to hell. Our families are not going to hell. We're not going to let the rest of carnality rob us of the true riches. Somebody's got a good strong voice. Read verse 5. Somebody say all things. Do you know tomorrow's going to be a new day? Don't you settle for yesterday's lack. Tomorrow is your day. When you get out of this building tonight, you need to make sure that you have a covenant with tomorrow. And when I walk into my tomorrow, my fears of yesterday are not coming with me. I am holding my hand with the hand of the master of life. I am holding in my head the word of God. I'm holding in my heart the Holy Ghost and fire. I'm not going out of my house until I've touched the hem of his garment. I'm not going to try to wade through all the junk and the all the miseries of a world that's gone wrong song. I am going to rise up in the name of Jesus and take dominion over every evil work and every evil deed and I am going to commit my heart to a constant worship. And he said unto me, did he make it personal or what? It is done. I'm Alpha and Omega, beginning and end. And I will give unto him that is thirst. You cannot satisfy this flesh with things. We are buying so many things to try to appease all these Things going on in our world. I like new cars, you know that. I like new motorboats, you know that. But I drive an older car, 2016, and I'm just as happy with it as the people driving a 2020. It gets me where I'm going. I am happy, not because of the car. It breaks down just like all the other people. I am not happy because the home has bees running around in our bushes. It was so cute this mo- today to find out we got a bush just outside the patio that's got just full of bees. If you're ever over there, be careful. They might like your honey. It's amazing what all's going on. 
And I don't think it's wrong to paint your house every three or four years, but to put that ahead of painting or refreshing our spiritual fellowship with the Messiah. This is no time to give up or quit. He said, be not weary in well-doing. Somebody say due season. You don't plant corn today and get it tomorrow. But we want to pray a prayer tonight, and if it don't happen in a week, that's a lying devil that's trying to get you discouraged. If it don't happen in a month, did I tell you that the children of Israel were 38 years in the wilderness? How many times have I said that? Because I want you to know they just kept going in a circle. Went to church, went home, went to church, went home, went through the routine, went home. Went. It's high time, the Bible said. Paul said it. He said it's high time for us to awaken. I'm not just going to count on a promise that God gave me 40 years ago and then get mad or ticked off or worried or fearful because it didn't happen as quick as I wanted to. When he, said, when he left, he said, I'll come quickly. And that's been a few years ago. So his obvious sign of quick is not like America's. God knows our frame that we are but dust and he's very aware and Glad to forgive. You don't have any trouble getting forgiveness from God unless it's just a casual statement. The pastor teacher is to feed the flock and encourage or fan the flame of the first love. You can, if you do, he will be with you. The cattle of the thousand hills. The sheep. And look at the shepherd reaching for the sheep. And I know that's not a sheep, but it said all right with me. I wish you would just sort of reach out to God in the middle of this. It's almost over, but in the middle of this message that I believe God gave me for this city. Not just this church, but this city. Let's pray. When Zion travails, sons and daughters are born. Do you have a spirit of travail in you? Cry aloud, he said. When Zion travails, sons and daughters are born. Could we break into a travail somewhere in this meeting tonight? Are we close enough to him to break into a travail? Quit worrying about the backslidden kids. Quit worrying about the symptoms of the kids. It's time to travail. When Zion travails, sons and daughters are going to be born. Sons and daughters are going to be refreshed. Sons and daughters are coming home. That's the plan.
We're not giving up. We're not giving in. We are going to have church services like we've never had church services because the need is here. That's right. The need is apparent. You can't hear, heal spiritual things with physical uh, abilities. I can promise you that. It's not going to happen because of this and that and the other. It's going to happen because Holy Ghost and fire will absolutely send hell and darkness a fleeing. Let's move forward. God's not through wooing you. You say, what does that mean? He's saying to us tonight, come unto me. You that are weary and are heavy laden and burdened down with the cares of life. He's not through wooing you. Come, come to me. Call on me in the day of trouble. He says it that way. Come unto me and call on me. I will be with you. Where two or three agree as to touching any one thing in my name with faith believing, it shall be done of me. I'm telling you, he's trying to woo the church right over away from the world, from carnal concepts that we think are going to satisfy our mind and get crowds in here. The only thing that's going to get a crowd in here that's worthy of being here is when the fire gets so hot and the glory gets so real that people can't stand to not be here. They're going to come and say, oh my God, I have forgotten forsaken the house of the living God I have forsaken the house in the power of glory I have forsaken the house where the angels absolutely parade their victories and their glories and their wisdoms and their knowledge and the paths of righteousness I am here I wish some had pray in the Holy Ghost right now it's all over this house if you can pray in the Holy Ghost this is a good time to do it because there is a cloud of angels you can't see them but I can feel them right now. They're hovering over this place, ready to go home with us, ready to walk through tomorrow with us, ready to raise up in glory in our homes and our wives and our husbands and our children. There's going to be a new level of excitement in our homes when we get up tomorrow if we turn all of our troubles over to him tonight. If you're online and home, it's time for you to put all of your casting, all your cares on him because he cares for you. If you're in this house, you ought to do the same. I'm here to tell you when we leave here, we ought to leave with freedom. We ought to leave with victory, with a sense of I am the king's kid. I am the host of the Holy Ghost. I am the one that has God has chosen to bless my life, to bless my mind, to bless my hands, to bless my going in to bless my going out to everything I do when I go out he's going to go with me when I come in he's going to come in with me I'm not going to leave him at the house of God when I get in the car the Holy Ghost and fire is going to be in there when I get out up in the morning the Holy Ghost and fire is going to be there because you don't get rid of it unless you choose another God and if the God of carnality is the one you're looking for he won't mess with you he won't try to tame you he 
here, I'm telling you, but if you'll eradicate the works of the flesh and all the, the temptations of the flesh and get up in the Holy Ghost and look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith and say, God, I don't know what this day holds, but I know one thing, I'm holding on to you. I'm walking with you. I'm trusting in you. I am gonna praise you all day because I know in whom I have believed. I am persuaded that you're able. I am not gonna be a loser. And I'm not gonna lead my kids to religion. I'm gonna lead them to a bloodline. This is the time to fight. Not one another. It's easy to be ticked off at somebody that didn't do what you thought they ought to do. The Bible said if you have ought against a brother, go to him. But it don't say go hit him. What? No, 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 no. In the spirit of meekness and fear, lest you hurt them instead of help them. This is the place and the time to work the works of Christ. Christ is in you. I would hate to tell the world I had the ghost of Christ in me and not be able to perform on the level of that spirit. Does that make sense, sir? That I could not perform? You may not speak a cancer out of somebody, but I know you well enough to know you, since a child, have helped assuage the spirits of darkness. Don't you ever let the devil rob you of that. And that has nothing to do with my granddaughter. But it won't break my heart for you to be nice to her. Could I tell you a story of a man and a lady The man was raised in apostolic arenas. He had so many things going for him. One of the smartest men I've ever met. And uh, cut out to be a preacher. But uh, somehow the enemy harnessed him. And uh, he was a good fighter. One of his friends told me one time, said, uh, I know this man. And he said he was in a bar room and he didn't have nothing but his fist. But he lined up five men against the wall and told them, said, you don't move off of that wall or I will clean your plow. Lined up five grown men without a gun or a knife. He was my brother.
I'm not happy to tell you that. The only reason I tell you that is because he has multiplied that number over and over, getting far more men to the altar than he ever did stand them up against a wall. He is one of the greatest guys I know. He reminds me of the Apostle Paul. He is some kind of a soul winner and uh, treats people like they ought to be treated. I know what God can do. I don't care how far you may have a loved one that's way out, but I'm telling you this because I prayed a lot of prayers. I went to bed a lot of nights knowing that I would have to go get his wife from work because he wouldn't be there. Yep, I did get mad. And I did want to beat the stuffings out of him when I watched her sobbing and look at me and say, what am I going to do? I want you to know I've been there is what I'm telling you all this junk. I've been there. I know what he, God can do. He gave me a backbone to bear that stuff. It was horrifying. It hurt. But what happened was the glory of the Lord became such a need in my life. I had no idea that I would run across men like that in our church in Ohio. I had no idea what I would race and face coming to Paris, Texas. But what I do know is that he is God Almighty. And I have seen the pitiful become powerful many times over in that room and yonder we call the sanctuary. I have seen it in this sanctuary, but it's a choice that the people began to unify and say, we will serve God with all of our heart. We will not just go through some catechism and some routine. We will honor our God and let our God go out there into the bankrupt areas and re-minister old-time story about a cross and about an ascension and about a day of Pentecost and then power from on high. Does anybody have a hand clap of praise for the God that's got you going? Now, I'm talking about a vigorous hand clap of praise. I'm talking about something that costs you a little energy. God, I am here. When I see a couple of three people on this platform, I know where they were, and I'm shouting with them tonight. I'm not going through some catechism. I'm going to pray until, and I'm going to preach until revival burns like a prairie fire across Paris and Lamar County. Go ahead and come on up here. I'm going to quit regardless of the fact that this is the time and place 
to glorify the king. It ought not to have to be a workup thing. We ought to be in these benches praising God from the start of a service to the end of the service and not letting all kind of weird thoughts dominate our mind. That's the work of the devil, and that's the work of the flesh. Get all that junk. When we come to the house of God, Brother Dickie, he said it so good the other night. I'm telling you, when, whenever I got home, I thought, man, I don't know what it was. God just uh, swept over me that morning and said, tell Brother Dickie if he can preach, I want him to preach. And he said, I'll be glad to, Pastor. And did he ever set the woods on fire you tell him we're still experiencing a lot of that fire not smoke be ready because when you see all these things come to pass at ease in Zion people going through the routine the 38 years did, did finish Moses just went through the routine 38 years in a circle So he didn't get to get all the promises. I want them all. I want them all for you. you. Say, Pastor, you preach hard and you preach tough. Nothing like forever without a choice. Nothing like it. Today you have a choice. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of the Lord. Right now. The Lord of glory has got hidden riches for everybody. The eyes of the Lord are looking. If you think your cell phone's picking up a lot of stuff, and if you think the eyes of the world on financial things and on political things are capable of Revealing some stuff, they don't even have a tenth. And that's putting it way up there. They don't even have a tenth of what the eyes of the Lord is doing right now. Notice it's the eyes of the Lord that rove to and fro over the face of the whole earth. When I relived that yesterday and today, the eyes, they're monitoring your thoughts monitoring your heart, monitoring your vision, monitoring the process of moving forward, the eyes are watching you and you get blessed according to your faith in works. He said, faith without works, don't do it. I'll show you my faith by my works. Trust in me. Brother Wade, you have never had the chance. It's your opportunity right now to come here. about as close as I want you to stand. <laughs> Do you notice? Let's see. Uh, where? Oh, I was trying to find a young person, but Brother Jimmy, I guess you'll have to do. Stand right there. Hurry. I mean, if you, can you move faster than that? I'm going to show you something. You know this old trust position, don't you? Okay, hit me. Did you feel that? Okay. Now lean back. 
Now hit me. Did you feel that? Trust in the Lord and lean not to your own understanding. You can be as close as that to the preacher and not get anything out of it. Trust in the Word. Trust the Holy Ghost. And when you get hit, He will compensate immediately so that you never fall. Take that one to California when you go. Tell Brother Wilson I sent it personally. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to trust not in horses and chariots and houses and money. It's time to trust in the Lord and lean not on what you see in this earth. Because this thing is about to come apart. But you're going to fly out when the, right as it disintegrates. If you love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and if you love your neighbor as yourself. You say, how, how do you know that? Because he said, upon these two hang all the law and the prophets. The enemy would like for you to just uh, get close. Be in a service. Feel the waves of glory and let it assuage and satisfy satisfied to sit close to a good meal I want to eat it I'm not willing to work with the promise of a check and never get it I won't be at work next week I will not play games with the God of heaven that said I can do all things Paul said I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Could we stand? Go ahead and sing a little something. If you've got about three to five minutes to slip down to the front, I encourage you to slip down to the front and renew your vow. It's a good time to renew your vow. I will not trust in flesh. I will trust in the Lord. That's it. We're fixing to shake the gates of hell. We are about to shake the gates of hell. Because we're not going through some catechism. That's it. He's watching our hearts. Cleanse the doubts. Cleanse the fears. Open the door for faith. Open the door for loving the neighbor. I give you all of me. I give you all of me. King Jesus, my Savior forever. I give you all of me. I give you all of me. Yes. King Jesus, my Savior forever.
couple minutes where it's right I'd like for you to pray for one another wife friend sister brother but I want them to sing about the blood while you pray 
just for a couple of minutes. Strengthen my sister, my brother, my wife, my husband. Strengthen my friend. Everybody's going through something. Washes me. That's it. Just let the holy hush of heaven still the storm. city would you cry out to God for about one minute for us just pray a prayer over all of us go ahead somebody that cares for our city raise your voice a man somewhere there's a man in this house that don't mind Oh, hallelujah. Let's clap our hands to the Lord before we leave. Thank you for everything you do for the pastoral family, and I certainly want to give you all of God I can. Let's have a great rest of the week. Come back refreshed and ready to let the glory of angels minister to us.